Under the April skies of 1990, Liverpool sealed an 18th league championship by beating QPR here at Anfield. No one then would have believed it would be 30 years until the next one. Five times Liverpool finished as runners-up in what Bill Shankly once called Liverpool's bread and butter. But that was as good as it got. Seven permanent managers tried and failed. There was hard luck, there was near misses, but it felt like it was never going to come back. Then along came Jurgen Klopp, the eighth permanent manager to have a crack. And he's done it. We've even beaten a global pandemic. This is how the league was won, through the eyes of the Anfield Rap. It all started here, way back in August 2019. Norwich came to town for the curtain raiser on a Friday night as we welcomed the champions of Europe home. First half, we were just electric, weren't we? Like, at the races, right from the start. Real high intensity, the press was back, wasn't it? Liverpool were pretty good. Uh, we know they can be a lot better. They've won 4-1, so that's a positive in itself. And it was a party atmosphere on the cot. It was just brilliant right from the word go. It was just like, it was like we won the European Cup last night. The down point of, of the proceedings on Friday was that Alisson was injured. I hate these injuries. When someone gets injured and there's no one anywhere near them, it's usually really, really bad. And you could feel like the fear around the ground was palpable. I think he's second only to Van Dijk for that happening. Mm -hmm. I think after him and Van Dijk, anyone else in the team, you kind of go, yeah, you know, you could argue Salah, but you could kind of go, yeah, we can fit him in. I think there was a genuine panic. The first four goals came really frenetically. And it looked really good. And apart from the injury to Al Alisson, there was nothing to say that we were looking anything other than great, despite the fact that it was Mo's first 90, despite the fact that Mane was still on the bench at that time. That's the first three points of the 114 that we're going to win this season <laughs> of the fucking Reds. Liverpool's new stopper between the sticks was soon sleeping with the Super Cup after penalty shootout heroics in Istanbul. But in Southampton, the smiling Spaniard almost went from hero to zero. First half was scrappy and disjointed, um, but not troubled particularly often. And then second half, on the back of Mane's goal, I thought Liverpool were really, really impressive for a long period of that second half, and it was only once Adrian makes the mistake that the nerves start jangling. It was a bit of a shame because I thought he played a really good he game. Did, yeah. Yeah. Made some in good general, up until that moment. It's it's not perfect, but you know, attack I think attacking we've looked better. Um there was there was a period at the weekend where I thought we played equally as good a football as I've seen us play probably since Coutinho was here when we were you'd look at the was the game was it in Russia or somewhere we won by seven. Liverpool were making light work of the early season. Arsenal, Burnley, Newcastle all swatted aside with ease by the mighty Reds. Even a turf more tantrum from Sadio Mane couldn't affect the feel-good. But what about a defeat by Napoli in the Champions League? Would that burst the bubble? It was a trip to Stamford Bridge next. It's always nice to go and beat them in their own backyard, isn't it? Um, good first half performance. And started the second half, we started bright as well. I thought Liverpool were great until we were knackered, and then I thought we hung on really well. If I'm honest, I thought we hung on really well, I thought we defended really well. And look, there's no two ways about it. It's, it's as you said before, going away to Chelsea, 
As soon as the final whistle went, it was one of those where it was like, oh, thank God. But then I thought about it and I was like, well, you know, this team have done this time and time again now. You know, you fight out these wins, you should see Man United do it week in, week out when I was growing up and come away with the points. So yeah, that's the main thing, isn't it? September was wrapped up with a trip to Sheffield United, but the early kickoff saw a sleepy Liverpool toiling to take their chances. Thank goodness then for Dean Henderson, the on-loan goalkeeper from Manchester United, flapped at Genie Wijnaldum's shot. It was a goal, it was a win, and what people were calling the Devils Club were keeping the fires burning. We were talking about it before as a bit of a banana skin and a bit of a worry, and um, it got to about 60 there and I was starting to worry. I it really was, was, I really was. 16 in a row was absolutely incredible, regardless of whatever opposition you faced in that time, regardless of the fact that it split a little bit over two seasons or whatever else. To have won 16 in a row would be eight clear in September. Again, game in hands and whatever else, I'm yeah. not asked right now. It's absolutely stunning. Next in the league, it was informed Leicester City coming to Anfield and Brendan Rodgers' side pushed Liverpool all the way but a 95th minute penalty from the coolest man inside the ground, James Milner, gave us a 2-1 victory and made it 44 games unbeaten in the league at Anfield. This team is as good as any team I've ever seen as ever have. It really is that good. Um, collectively, quality, you know, different. I know the game's evolved and so you'd expect your number nine to score so many goals. You'd expect certain defenders to be able to be allowed to clean people out, mm. for example. The game has evolved in that way, but as a collection of players, as a manager, tactics and that, you know, this team in the last, I'd say for the last 18 months and more, really, this is as good as we've ever had. And it was one of those games though, then we'll, we'll watch back tomorrow, we'll watch your match of the day, and you will just go, yeah, we were thoroughly deserved victory. Because yeah. literally the, the highlight for Leicester will be very minimal. They, they score the goal, but sometimes, you know, we, we say about we went to the CF United, it was a tough game, we got over the line. Getting over the line there today is all, all that matters. Exactly. Manchester City were dropping even more points. Norwich, Wolves, now Crystal Palace. But Liverpool were under no illusions. We were not going to get any favours from Manchester United at Old Trafford. In all the pre-match build-up, I was like, if we can't beat these now, we're never going to humiliate. I wanted to want to beat them. I wanted to humiliate them. Yeah. A win would have been nice, but humiliation was what I was in this for today. And it was 20 minutes in, it was clear that wasn't on the cards. The most frustrating thing about this game is something, if we listen back to all of the shows that all of us did over the last week, we talk about not playing the occasion, playing the game, being more aggressive, giving them more problems to deal with than us. And that was what we needed to do for the whole game, and it just wasn't there. Obviously, the man A one that if that's I, I haven't seen it back yet. If it's a handball, it's a handball. Happy right days. That was and that's that's fine. Uh, the one big casualty of that goal really was me because uh, Liverpool score and we get the celebration. Everyone goes mad and we're stood on top of seats, like looking up at the tier above, going yes. And then they bring it back and you had to like stand down with the tail yeah, between sure. your legs and just sort of that's the that's one of the problems of VAR. Made up Alan, Adam and Lana, by the way. I will admit to groaning like fuck <laughs> yeah. when he was the fella coming on to change the game. And I went, in what universe does he change this game? And he's fucking scored the goal and absolutely made up for it. After coming back from a very early Harry Kane goal at Anfield to beat Spurs 2-1, Liverpool's sights were on Aston Villa. They were on the road again 
but some Reds were worried for this trip because Fabinho was left out of the starting lineup with worries over a yellow card suspension looming. You look like champions when you play really well and you look like champions when you when you sneak things at the end of games and Liverpool did both today. And I think they have done both in a number of games now where, yeah, they've got their reward late but their reward has been thoroughly deserved and I don't think anyone could come away from that game saying Liverpool weren't the better side across the 90 minutes against a side that played well. Uh, similar to Leicester, similar to, to, num similar to Sheffield United, United yeah. a number of other games. Yeah, I think you know, both goals are, are messy goals. They kind of just show the grit of this Liverpool team. You see the, the picture knocking about Twitter of Mane basically getting kicked in the face and, and you know, sticking his head where it really hurts. And to see that, it's, it's almost more impre impressive than going there and beating them 3-0 or 4-0 because for most Liverpool teams that I've seen, pr pretty much every Liverpool team I've seen, there's no way they, they draw that game even. I watched it on a really weird stream, so it was like stop motion, I saw the ball go into the box, the next thing I knew the ball was almost nestled in the back of the net, I, never, <laughs> I never, didn't even have a sense of who'd headed it. It was Sadio Mane and he wants to win the league more than you. Man City then, a rivalry of the modern age and a chance for Liverpool to show what they were really made of. City came into this game and they haven't won at Anfield in the league since 2003. They still haven't. And Pep Guardiola has lost more games at Anfield than he has at any other away ground. Fucking get in there. The Reds are top of the league. The Reds have prevailed against Manchester City. They came, they saw, they got beat, and they can fuck off. <laughs> the first five minutes, I was so nervous. I couldn't eat a thing today. I felt physically sick. Fucking hell, I was beside myself. What was I worrying about? <laughs> Fucking 2 0 after 20 odd minutes. Have some of that. The Reds are just magnificent. They are a glorious football team. And we showed it to everyone today. You oil rich, tactical fouling, ticket tagger cunts. I was convinced that they were going to win. I was just, and, for, and, and you know, that's disrespectful to the quality of this Liverpool side, but I, I was just thinking, this is, we're too confident. We're too confident going into this game. I think you asked everyone, I was watching all the stuff, like, you know, the Anfield Rappers doing, I was looking at all the other stuff, and everyone's like, you know, the ground's going to be bouncing, this, that, the other, and I was thinking, oh, this is just the one where they score first, and then we can't get back in the game, and then they do to us what we, what we did to them. I think it gets overlook that City were actually excellent in the in the opening five minutes they were really good and you actually were fearing sitting in the stadium that they were going to, going to get the opener because Liverpool were under a lot of pressure but in saying that that approach the fact that they were so offensive you knew Liverpool in transition are so good that they would possibly punish them and obviously the first opportunity they got to do that they use that. And although they had they scored on 78 and it was a bit nervy in the ground, we were saying before the show, what did they create? What are you looking at going? Alisson's done three great saves there, but you, you looked at stats apparently, they've only had two shots on target. Well, well, so, so you can you know go on about all you want, about penalties and all that. You've come to Anfield, you're one of the best teams in the world, but you haven't performed and we've, we've outperformed you. And in the crucial moments of the game, we've been better and that's why we're top of the league and nine points clear then. An 85th minute goal from Roberto Firmino Sawed off Crystal Palace and Roy Hodgson at Sellers Park. And against Brighton, even a red card for Alisson couldn't stop the Reds doing the business once again. And so, to the Merseyside derby. Given the gulf between the two clubs in the Premier League, Everton weren't really our business. But it's always a match that matters more. Always a match where you want something great from Liverpool. And we got just that. That team sheet goes in. And the first thing that I want to know is what does Marco Silva do? What does Marco Silva think? Because he must have gone, 
Oh God. A lad who comes through like the fucking Genk Academy eight seven more than me. It's, it's unbelievable. <laughs> I don't think he's Belgian, you know. I think he's from Tubruk <laughs> on the sly. And that's why he fucking hates <laughs> them. Div Oxen wins a road. Uh, yeah. The fact that the, the players that came out played at such a high level and, and you know, they've barely played any football. Klopp mentions it in his post-match uh, interview that they haven't played, it's not like they played 20 games together and it looked like everything was in sync. It, it's just brilliant. It's such a great sign for, for this intense period we have coming up. Everton. Bournemouth were battered and then Mo Salah's double won it against Watford. But then came the madness of two games in 24 hours. One against Villa in Birmingham, the other in Qatar. That was pitched as a problem for Liverpool, but Liverpool returned home as champions of the world. And they then put in one of the performances of the season away at Leicester City. I thought they looked dead, dead sharp. Like, they mustn't have had a Christmas dinner then. I'm not having it. I'm not having it because I, I couldn't... It's, it's lean turkey, though. I mean, I couldn't move off the couch today, so I'm not having it that day. I had a Christmas dinner at all. That is one of the great Liverpool performances. One of the great Liverpool performances. 4-0 against Leicester. We've all seen any time to see them progress on the road. Never, 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 ever. That's about as good a performance as I've ever seen in my life. It, we're just incredible, and it's getting to that point now where it's just like, what more is there to say? What Klopp has done brilliantly is he's created a team that just plays enough to beat anyone. And that's, you don't need to be dead like it, flat out all the time. You just When you play a boss team, you go flat out. When you play a shit team, you're just a bit better than them. And tonight you've just seen that. Like That's the second best team in the Football League right now. And we just battered them. A win over Wolves meant that Liverpool finished 2019 13 points clear at the top of the Premier League. Into 2020, victory over Sheffield United at Anfield meant the Reds had gone a full year undefeated in the Premier League. In the Cup, Curtis Jones toppled the Toffees with that brilliant curled goal into the top bin. And then back to the league, Roberto Firmino wins it for us at Spurs. Then it was bring on your Manchester United at Anfield. <laughs> Manchester United, the real Manchester United, ruined my childhood. They spoiled and my man, life. Cantona in 96, the treble in 99, goal after goal, last minute winners, all them trophies, all that champagne football. When was it going to end? Then when I became an adult, the trainer in 2009, the misery after misery after misery. And I thought, when is it going to stop? When is it going to end? Well, today it ended. Today it ends. Today it ends. Liverpool have done so much that that's to so many teams this season. It's just because it's Man United and they do, do your head in and you really want to get it over the line and you're thinking, oh, they're going to get a scabby equaliser late and that's really paining you. But contextually, even if they had, it would have been going back to Liverpool in the pump where Man U get a draw and we win the league. I mean, we just, we were better than them. They put a shift in, didn't they? Yeah. Man United, fair play to them. I don't think Liverpool start particularly well. The goal probably goes, I wouldn't say against them in a play, but there's no sign of a goal coming really. It's a little bit sloppy in parts. But when they get the goal, Robbo, I thought we, we do take a real stranglehold of the game. And I think United struggled for, for 10, 15, just to get out the half. It was just aimless balls. I just want to talk about the, the, the Salah goal, really. Like, not so much even the goal, the, the explosion afterwards.
way the crowd felt, it was just like a proper moment in, in Liverpool's quest for the Premier League title. It was, um, it was, it was brilliant, and it was everything that you hoped. And there's a lot to be said for a goal that um, you know clinches clinches a three points at the end. And as much as um, it would have been great to absolutely smash the Mara site. There's nothing sweeter than a last second clinch. Oh, what a, and way what a great, well. oh, yeah. yeah, you know. And it's in slow motion unfold, and as soon as it goes over the top, you think, I know where this is going. After Mo's late goal against Manchester United, we sung it, we're going to win the league, because we all believed then that we were going to do just that. It was Wolves next after that, and it was one of the toughest tests of the season, but Liverpool, as ever, found a way. <laughs> Liverpool decided it was set for breaking all sorts of records and, and that's just an unreal feeling especially when for so many years we've seen Liverpool sides just be a bit a bit too mentally frail. We're seeing this side now just, just cruising against against teams week after week and, he, and as Andy said before, even when teams drag you down to the level and things like this Liverpool side can find a way to win. It was mad. We weren't that we good. We looked shattered. We weren't that good. We looked shattered. But this is a measure of how good this football side are. They win it at the death. They win it in a way where we're all studying and we're thinking this isn't happening. To, to be honest, I was happy to take the draw at one point. It, it was all kind of looking like Let's just get the point and, and you know we move on and I'm you know what a fucking idiot I am. <laughs> All good things come to an end and the end of February marked the end of an incredible run for Jurgen Klopp's Liverpool. Saar was the star for Watford as Liverpool lost for the first time in the league in more than a year. Troy Deeney made it 3-0 and after 18 league wins in a row it turned out that the Reds were human after all. I felt a half time was our worst performance of the season. I felt by full-time, it might just have been, and I know I'm in the moment, I'm in the zone, the worst performance of the Klopp era, which is the maddest thing to say. Sometimes football teams are going to get beaten, aren't they? I think the problem was the manner that they were beaten, that it felt like they were bullied a little bit. It felt mm. like maybe three seasons ago under Klopp when uh, we went to Watford and got beat 3-0. Do you remember that? Yeah, we yeah. just got bullied by Dini and, uh, and Gallo. You've got to take it in context of the whole season and what this football team's done across the whole season and last season as well. It's nothing short of phenomenal, phenomenal. So they are allowed a bad night. You probably just didn't think it was going to come in quite the manner that it did. Bournemouth at home. Another win for Liverpool, another record for Liverpool. This time, 22 league wins at home in a row, topping what Bill Shankly's brilliant side of 1972 had done. After that, it was Atletico Madrid at home in the Champions League. The Reds lost, the Reds crashed out of Europe, but what was going on in the world around us felt far more important than all that. Coronavirus was taking a grip of the planet, and that game at Anfield should never have taken place. Football stopped, everything stopped, and the UK went into lockdown. Looking down the lens of a laptop and staring at the four walls of a flat became the new normal. Our dreams were on hold for 105 days. Yeah, Ancelotti's made a career of this. Fair play to him. Fair play to Everton. I've got no complaints with the results. And to be honest with you, if you think about it tonight, I mean, it was flat. I was there last year for the, for the you know, for the nil-nil draw and Liverpool didn't play much better than, than they did. Yesterday, I was there the year before that in between the Champions League semi-final where he didn't play any better at all. Goodison derbies usually look like that. And that's not a criticism of Liverpool or Everton. That is just usually, if you look back at the games properly, that's how they look. But they sound more exciting. 
because of the crowd noise and the crowd at Goodison is very good. It really did feel very pre-season. I mean, the only thing that wasn't pre-season about it was it wasn't a mishmash of, uh, of an under-23 side. And so it was over to you again, Manchester City. The party was on hold and it was Roy Hodgson's Crystal Palace next at an empty Anfield. Honestly, it was, it was just unbelievable to watch. And I think like, that's the tonic, isn't it? That's what we've been wanting. Like, felt like the Everton match was, it was a letdown, weren't it? Like, we were so excited yeah. for the fussy to come back. It's a Merseyside derby. We were expecting it to be a bit fiery or whatever. And, and it was a boring match, if we're all being honest and, and whatever. But that's a nice, they come back with a bang. Go all the way here, William. He's got them absolutely on the back foot. Can he pick anything off? Oh. It comes back to him again. It comes to Abraham. Is it yes! over the line? How is it not over the fucking oh, line? No, is it not, how is it not over the line? For fuck's sake, referee, you oh. tell me at no point it goes over the line. He that's palms handball. it away. Come on. That's handball. That's, that's handball. Get him! Brilliant. It's done, John. Liverpool are champions. Yes! Get in! You fucking bastard! Get in! Yes! We're on Crosby Beach. It was overwhelming. The last 10 minutes of that game was overwhelming. Like, it was mad. I, I didn't think I'd feel like that. I didn't know what I'd feel like, but I was genuinely emotional. I like, really moved. At this point in time, you've got a you've got a Liverpool manager who is not asked about anything else other than what what we're interested in. You know, his whole his whole thing is I'm only asked about these fans, and I, I'm only I'm only bothered about what they're up to and, and whether they're happy. And it's just the greatest thing, honestly. It's just the greatest thing. I could never picture or imagine what winning the league would be like. It's. Uh... I've seen two European Cup final wins. They're special, but this is like, it's almost like relief, it's joy, it's, it's, it's happiness. Happiness is the thing. I feel happy, I feel content. There's nothing you can do to take this away from us. This is the greatest it will ever be. Ever, ever, ever. And we've done it. We've done it. Liverpool are champions for the 19th time. 30 years in the waiting. I'm on Lark Lane here in Liverpool and people are driving along, beeping the horn, setting off pyro, doing what they can do. There are fireworks going off around me. Liverpool is celebrating. Liverpool was always going to celebrate because after all of those disappointments, after all those nearlies but not quite, Liverpool have done it. Liverpool are champions. And thanks very much for watching this video. All the way through. Fuck the fucking Reds!